Have you had possibly the worst ever away record seen at the championship going winless for over 400 days on the road? And have you only picked up three points on the road this whole season? Well then, come to the Riverside Stadium. He's in. And he's snuck it across. What is up guys, Matthew here, welcome back to another episode of Project Borough and talk about ruining a good run, talk about ruining good vibes and a good feeling around the club, players coming back, beating Chelsea in the cup, fourth best form record in the last six games, looking like we were ready to really go for it and attack the playoff race and then we host the team rooted to the bottom of the championship, a team who have not won away from home in 30, that's right, 3-0, 30 away games, and as I said in the intro, haven't won away from home in over 400 days, they've picked up only 3 points on the road all season, and they come to the Riverside, and almost, almost beat Borough in what was a dreadful, awful performance by the boys and it's just unbelievably frustrating that this we just drop these performances sometimes they, they come from absolutely nowhere even when we seem to be in a good place we find a way of just dropping a clanger like this and yes there were question marks over the referee and some of the officiating we had a goal that was offside at the very end. Arguments whether their goal was offside as well. Could Borough have had a penalty? All these different things. But the bottom line is Borough should not have found themselves in a position where we were 1-0 down with half an hour to go. Desperately chasing to even rescue a point from this game. Never mind a victory. It's just yeah it's the most frustrating thing ever and it again highlights the inconsistency by this borough team and it's an inconsistency which does make you question whether this will cost borough you know going forward and will cost us at the end of the season when it's all said and done you know of the of, the, of three of the bottom four sides we've had at home we've had QPR at home Huddersfield and Rotherham at home we failed to beat any of them and i think we've got out of the bottom three or four two points from a possible 12. It's an, it's an appalling record against the, the teams at the bottom and these are teams that Borough really, really should be beating if they want to be ruthless and they want to chase down the top six. And don't get me wrong, Rotherham had a game plan, made the game scrappy, made the game stop-start. It was horrible, it was frustrating, it was one of the most infuriating games of football I think I've ever witnessed at the Riverside. But Rotherham came with a game plan Borough simply were not good enough to even really lay a glove on Rotherham for ma major parts of the game and, and nearly nicked a winner at the end. Maybe it should have been given, but even then the performance on a whole was awful. And just by getting the equaliser, it felt like Borough had, had really used their get-out-of-jail-free card because if we'd have lost to Rotherham and we'd have been the side that they'd beaten the first in over 400 days on the road, it would have been truly, truly embarrassing. So... Yeah, this, this was a, a really, really awful game. It was, as I say, one of the worst ones I've seen. And it had all the makings of it as well. You know, I, 
I, I, I predicted on the Borough Breakdown podcast last week, I mentioned it in my last video on Project Borough. For me, we had to get the first goal and we had to get it early. I honestly felt like if Borough come out the traps quick, incisive, ruthless, absolutely flying at Rotherham, come out like a house on fire, got an early goal, that's it. That's all we needed to do. We could have filled our boots, two, three, four possibly, but the longer the game went on, if Borough didn't get themselves into gear... We were always at risk of that sucker punch and the game becomes difficult. And that is exactly what Rotherham would have wanted. That's exactly what happened. And they almost achieved their goal and their game plan until Marcus Force just about dragged us level in the second half. But talking of the first half, and there's nothing to discuss in this first half. It was an awful, boring first half of football. And the only words I've got to say is that it was a first half that happened. You know, Borough had a couple of opportunities here and there. Greenwood worked the goalkeeper from range. Matt Clark had a header. It was just wide from a corner. Possible penalty shout for Marcus Force in the first half, although I was sat at the very opposite end of the ground, so I didn't get a good look at it. And I've not seen it in any of the highlights yet. I'm only taking fellow fans' word for it. But the problem here was Borough didn't come out the blocks very good at all. You know, we were so slow and pedestrian with the ball, so lethargic in a game where you really need to, you know, come out the traps quickly, get the game won. We, we, we should know, and I'm sure we did, but you've got to understand, you've got to see that Rotherham will just want to stay in the game for as long as possible. And the longer the game goes on and it's level, the crowd get more frustrated... They'll break the game up even more, as they did in the second half, going down, wasting time, whatever, which they're completely entitled to do. And the game just gets more and more difficult for us if it stays level. So you'd think we'd go out and say, right, get the first goal, boys. Ensure that we're ahead before the 20-minute mark. And then, you know, Rotherham have got to come out. They've got to come out of their low block. They've got to try and open up, and that will allow us space to hopefully use our quality to pick them off, get a second, third, whatever. But we didn't. We seemed happy to just pass the ball left to right. There was players in space, we wouldn't use them. It was just really slow, poor football. And because Rotherham was sat so deep and, and so congested, Borough had to go wide. We had to play the ball wide. We had to switch it from side to side, try and drag Rotherham out of position, try and stretch their defence. And to do that, you had to play quick, attacking football from one, two touch, one side to the other, and we just didn't. You know, they were happy to just sit in their shape, shift from left to right. Borough were continually trying to thread the needle centrally. Too many bodies. The chances of that sort of a move coming off was next to none. I think Force got through early on, couldn't quite connect with the shot and had a half chance. But what Borough needed, really, was the game to stretch and to make the pitch as wide as possible and try and pull Rotherham out of their position and out of their low block. And we just didn't do it enough. We didn't do enough, or we didn't really, given the fact we had all the ball, didn't threaten. Didn't really make it a tough day, a tough game for Rotherham. Now, it wasn't helped by an injury. Isaiah Jones went off injured on the 50-minute mark, I believe, or 20-minute. And it's a big blow for Borough, don't get me wrong. I think he would have been one of the players who would have definitely stretched Rotherham down that left-hand side. Put their, their full-back under pressure, gotten him behind. And I think him going off... Could not have happened probably in a worse game for Borough. And it sounds like it's another injury, a hamstring injury. He's going to miss the Chelsea game. He's waiting scans. It doesn't sound great for Jones. And yeah, it was a big loss. But Borough still should have had the quality to 
get through this Rotherham team, and we just didn't. And the first half ended with a whimper, really. It was a really, really bad half of football. But what I will say is Borough looked a little bit more in flow in the first half than what we did. We just didn't turn up a gear. We didn't turn it up. We didn't play any quicker. You know, We didn't play with more intensity. We were just very, very slow. Second half, however, it was an awful, awful half of football. Even worse, because Rotherham kept breaking it up with fouls. The ball was barely in play. You know, it felt like every 30 seconds it was going out for a throw-in or a corner or a free kick. And listen, it's not great football, it's not nice, but when you're bottom of the league, I'm sure, when you've got an away record like Rotherham's, these are the things you've got to do. And hey, if Borough go to Chelsea and adopt this style on Tuesday and it gets us through the League Cup final, I'm not going to be complaining. So I'm not judging Rotherham at all on how they went about their second half, but as a Borough fan, it was like pulling my hair out at times because there was just not a period in the game where we could really have a sustained period of possession or pressure, and it was just a just the most frustrating of halves of football. And you just knew it was going one way, and Rotherham got the goal they wanted and the goal that they came for. And there is a indication of possible offside here. Carrick mentioned after the game that, that Jordan Hugel might have been offside. Borough played the ball down left-hand side. It comes straight back. Was held up by Hugel. I don't know if that's when Carrick thought he was offside from the ball that come from the Rotherham half. Or if it was after that, when it bounced up, was chested by one of the other Rotherham players, which is the screenshot you'll see on screen. That might be the offside call Carrick's thinking about. But it is close. Hugel is possibly offside here when the ball is chested towards him. Nevertheless, he picks it up, turns, plays in uh, Cafu, who's in behind Luke Ayling. And in fairness, given that this was probably one of their only few chances in the whole game, in fact, it might have been their only chance. They had one other shot in the in the first half. This was it. He put it away well in the bottom corner, and Borough's worst nightmares were there for all to see. We were losing to bottom of the league, Worst record ever seen, 30 games without a win, and Borough was staring the most embarrassing defeat in the face with half an hour to go. Even then, I still, would, didn't, I still wouldn't say we we played it a bit quicker, with a bit more intent, but again, Rotherham would continue to break the game up, and I, I dare say it was only in the final 10 minutes we finally seemed to be in some sort of flow, and we finally seemed to be really piling the pressure on Rotherham and it was just sustained attack versus defence and Borough finally got their goal to I guess spare our blushes really and you know for what it was it was a fantastic goal great play down the right hand side played into Morgan Rogers what a flick what a little back heel this was into Marcus Force and this finish is outstanding. I don't think anyone else in the team finishes this. He absolutely puts his foot through it into the near post, thunderbolts it into the back of the net, and Borough finally, on the 82nd minute, have the ball in the back of the net and are level. And you think there is still time for Borough to go for the winner. And we did. Rotherham were hanging on, and we did get the ball in the back of the net in stoppage time. And this is another really contentious decision a great ball from Hackney headed in by Josh Corburn but apparently Crooks was judged to be offside who of course he went for the ball near post and would have interfered with play and would have interfered with the goalkeeper's positioning so he is I guess in contention to being offside but the question is when the ball's played in 
is he offside? And I, I think it's really tight. I, I don't, I don't think he is. He's leaning forward, which might skew the linesman's view. But yeah, it's it's frustrating because the goal scorer wasn't. So if Crooks hadn't have gone for it, Borough would have scored and won the game. Sadly, he did. Of course, he would. But whether he was offside, I honestly don't know. So. Yeah, jubilation in the stands, only to see the flag went up and Borough limped to a one all draw. And you know what? Yeah, we got an equaliser in the 82nd minute. We arguably should have won it. Maybe the goal should have stood at the end. But to be honest, we shouldn't find ourselves in this position at all. And it's all our own doing for allowing the game to drift. Us just going through the motions, not taking the game by the scruff of the neck, not being ruthless enough and saying, right, let's take the initiative, let's get this game won early and allowing it to drift and allowing ourselves to be in this position. No one else to blame other than ourselves. We should have known how Rotherham were going to come, how they were going to play, how they were going to try and frustrate and we simply allowed that to happen. And it's two, two points dropped and... Although a draw isn't the worst result on paper, when you consider the team we're playing, their away record, where they are in the league, it's a dreadful result, and uh, one I'm not happy with at all. I guess one question that was posed after the game was, did players have one eye on Chelsea? It's a fair question, you know, it's a fair question. Players that the Borough lads weren't seemingly trying to over-exude themselves, it didn't seem like they were constantly trying to pile the pressure on, going as fast and you know as intense as they could. I think there is an argument to suggest that maybe a couple of the lads had their eyes on Chelsea, but at the end of the day, the league is your bread and butter and we missed a huge chance to really, really gain ground on the ploughs here today. And um, yeah, it's three. It's, it's, I think we've failed to win in three of our last four home games in the league now, which, yeah, isn't, again, good enough at all. But looking at the Borough team then, this was the team who went out there. Uh, Glover was in goal didn't have anything to do at all didn't have a save to make in fact they had one shot in the first half that went miles over the bar after Rogers lost it in a dangerous area and after that they scored from their only shot in the second half so again Glover nothing to do but yet found the ball in the back of his net can't really judge the defense either because again Rotherham didn't ever put us under significant pressure I think again like in the reverse fixture Clark and Fry did well to fight the, the the direct aerial battles that they had when Rotherham were hoofing the ball forward. But yeah, Ailing Angle got forward, but again, didn't quite click going forward. But defensively, you can't criticise them because they didn't have to too much defending. Um, I think Ailing maybe let Cafu go for the first goal, but yeah, that's um, it was a good run in behind the good finish, in fairness. The, the Borough midfielders got a good rating and I'm not too sure about that. I think Hackney had probably one of his worst games. In fact, it's the worst I've seen Hayden Hackney play in a Borough shirt. You know, the amount of times he would pass it or switch it, it would be too long, too high, too wide. His accuracy today was was absolutely dreadful. And Barlasa, yeah, he is one of them players who needs to influence the rest of the Borough team. He has to be intense. He has to be the one who tries to play, tries to drive us forward. Again, he was another in that Borough side who were very limp, very pedestrian. It just didn't come off for him today, um, I've got to say. The attacking three, uh, Finn Azaz. I was disappointed by Azaz. I think there is an argument to suggest that you know he's new, he's still getting used to the system, getting used to Borough's style of play, but he was the definition of anonymous. You know, I was really looking forward to seeing Azaz, and I can't recall 
even him touching the ball, if I'm honest. I mean, it might be because my sight is terrible and a lot of the Borough players look the same from a distance, but yeah, Finazaz never gotten into the game, was subbed off, wasn't the best debut from him, didn't affect the game whatsoever. And the same can be said for Sam Greenwood. And I, I, I say this every week, and some, some weeks he saves face because he gets a goal or an assist, but Greenwood was dreadful today. You know, he, he was up front at times, switching with Rodgers like they do, and he just can't hold the ball up. His touch was poor. Decision-making again at times was really bad and, again, failed to, to lay a glove on the game at all. And I don't quite know how he stayed on for as long as he did, if I'm honest. Greenwood, again, incredibly ineffective. Jones went off early, of course. Force replaced him. Finished his chance up, you know, perfectly well. I will say, as much as he played on the right a lot more today, I still would rather him be in the middle. You know, at, at times, Force was on the right, Greenwood was in the middle, and I just didn't see the benefit. Get Greenwood wide, at least he can cut inside and make stuff happen. Force, for me, is much better in the middle, but... He took his goal well and proved once again why he, given the chance, will score. And Rodgers did well for the goal. I think it was another one of them games for Rodgers where he was always involved. He was always trying. You know, it didn't always come off for him, but you can't knock him for that assist. It was a beautiful assist from him. And he's only interesting Villa more and more because as soon as the game finished, news dropped that Villa have put in a much more substantial bid for Rodgers, their third bid in just over 24 hours, so they want him, and Villa are coming for him, and uh, there's been no word on if it's been rejected yet, and last time they bidded, Borough rejected it pretty much instantly, so I think Villa have made Borough think about this one, and although Carrick said post-match, Rodgers will be with us for the Chelsea game, if, if Villa are close to matching Borough's valuation, he won't be in that squad for the Chelsea game, let me tell you, we might have seen Morgan Rodgers for the final time, depending on what Villa have put forward. As for the bench, as I say, Force come on, did well, was only expected to play half an hour, lasted, you know, 70 minutes, got his goal, brilliant. Crooks come on, I thought had a really good, a positive effect on the game. Maybe he's pushing for a start. I'd certainly play him instead of Sam Greenwood at this moment in time. Josh come on, another player who's had to be managed, couldn't play much, come on, put himself about well, arguably scored the winner, which should have been given, but wasn't, unfortunately, for him. And it was great to see O'Brien on as well. 81 minutes, Lewis O'Brien come on and looked pretty tidy in midfield as well, so at least it was a positive to see him back on the pitch. Here's the stats and momentum, though, as you can see. Borough absolutely dominating throughout, but again, all possession until the final 10 minutes, you could say. Rotherham had a little spell, but there was no point in the game where they put Borough under any possession. They scored with their one and only chance... You know, these are, these type of games won't happen very often. It's just crazy that it's happened twice against Rotherham United. I saw a stat which said Borough, in both our Boxing Day game, which I vlogged and went to, you may remember, and we somehow lost that 1-0. Rotherham didn't even have a shot that day as well. They scored from a cross. Borough have had 35 shots against Rotherham this season in both games. Scored one. Rotherham have had three shots in total against Borough in both games. They've scored two, and one wasn't even a shot. So forgive me, Rotherham, for saying this. I've got nothing against your club. You still look like you're going down, and I hope you do, just because, Borough, I do not want to play you guys next season, because it's a given that we are somehow going to find a way to not win. As for the stats, Borough dominated possession, as you can see, but it does say a lot about the whole, you know, possession, no pressure argument when our XG 
was only 0.77, which against a team as poor as Rotherham is not good enough. 15 shots, only three on target again. Not good enough. Two big chances, one that we missed. Rotherham had an XG of 0.49. How much of that was their goal? 0.15. So yeah, most of their XG came from their goal. Six shots, only two on target. One big chance, barely any of the ball. It was, I guess, for them, a very good away performance for Borough. A very, very frustrating one. And it leaves us looking like this in the league. So Borough had the chance to go up to seventh in the league. Um, if we'd have scored more goals, we might have jumped the hole on goal difference. Seventh or eighth was up for grabs here. Again, Borough dropped the ball. We remain 11th. And it feels like every time we have an open door to walk through, to get in the playoffs or get on the brink of the playoffs, we find a way of not walking through the door, but walking into it. Maybe we're destined to just be ninth. Maybe we're destined to just be a ninth place team. And I can absolutely see us finishing ninth at the moment with our lack of consistency. And it is so goddamn frustrating. But we sit 11th, three points off the playoffs. Still, it feels like we've been three points off the playoffs since the dawn of time. But there we go. We move on. We do have two weeks without a game now because next weekend, when we were due to play Birmingham, they've progressed in the FA Cup, which means this game has been postponed. So Borough now do not have another league game for a fortnight which is the Teeswear Derby, which will be a big one. So Borough have a game on Tuesday, you may have heard, League Cup semi-final second leg, and then we have pretty much a week and a half off, which I think will only benefit us going forward. But this is the big one, coming up midweek, probably Borough's, well it is Borough's biggest game in 16 years, <clears throat> maybe even more, 17, 18, 19, 20 years as we head to Stamford Bridge to defend our one-goal advantage it is worth saying, if we play like this, like we did against Rotherham, we will get absolutely tonked. But it would be typical Borough that we drop a performance like we did against Rotherham, and then we head to Chelsea, play unbelievable, and progress. But it is a chance for Borough to make a domestic major final for the first time in 20 years. And to do it as a championship club would be incredible. It would be a feat rarely seen in English football nowadays, never mind just Borough. And I mean, just just to see us make the final, just to go to Wembley to watch us in the flesh and have a real party down there, regardless of who we play, regardless of the result, just the, the journey, the day out, the occasion would be amazing. So Borough, I would love nothing more. I would give up a place in the playoffs this season for us to make the League Cup final. I would. I would. I would give up a place in the playoffs. If someone said to me, right, you get through the League Cup final, but Borough finish 10th. Great. We can get promoted any season. When the hell are we next going to have a chance to progress to a final and have a lead in the second leg? It might not happen again for decades. So this is big. And I pray with everything that Borough can find a way. Here's hoping. And I'll be back on Tuesday or maybe Wednesday, depending. I mean, if we get through, I'll probably be absolutely pissed and God knows what state I'll be in Wednesday. But uh, yeah, if Borough can do it, I cannot wait to talk to you guys about that. But equally, if we don't, I'll still be bringing a Project Borough out after the Chelsea game, where hopefully the next time I'll be talking to you guys, Borough might be in the League Cup final. Can't believe I'm saying that. 
and I've suddenly forgotten about Rotherham already. But anyway, if you've enjoyed this video, guys, do hit the like button and subscribe here on YouTube and comment below if you're a Borough fan or a Rotherham fan or a neutral your thoughts on this game. And if you are listening to me over on the old podcast providers, do give me a like, a follow and a subscribe and a rating over there if you would be so kind. And I'll be back midweek where I might be discussing one of Borough's biggest games and biggest two-legged victories in over two decades. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed. I'll see you guys then.